This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tonight. I have never spoken about it. Until now, Mariah on the breakdown that got her hospitalized and bad romances. Whoa, which one, darling? Which which one? Then, how the cake boss nearly lost his hand. I had a really bad accident the other day. Plus, Kathy Lee Gifford on New Love and Missing Regis. This is a cute story I haven't told. Then, my daughter, she's like, so what do you do? The Family Guy cast talks family time and... We just hijacked entertainment tonight. The Growing Pains cast reunited for the show's big anniversary. E.T. Starts. Right? Now. They say the truth shall set you free. Well, Mimi has been emancipated because Mariah Carey is telling all her truths, a disastrous first marriage, an emotional breakdown, all the highs and lows of being one of the most famous faces on the planet. And she's spilling all that tea to Oprah Winfrey. You were having an emotional crisis. Mm -hmm. You hadn't slept in six days. The whole glitter debacle. the glitter. Nearly 20 years later, Mariah now reveals it was her own mother who called 911. And they took you off. The police took you, Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I allowed myself car. to go. In the backseat of the police car, I, it's a vivid memory that I'll never forget. I have never spoken about it. But I, I just think it's important to say that at that moment, that seemed like a better alternative than where I was. Another revelation. The five-time Grammy winner calls her mansion with her first husband, Tommy Mottola, Sing Sing after the infamous prison. I did feel like I was held captive in that relationship. Talking to other people wasn't allowed. Whoa. Mariah says Matola's control issues didn't hit home until she was collaborating on a project with the brat. We went to get some french fries. And the phone didn't stop ringing the entire time. At first, we thought it was funny. We literally were going to go for five minutes, which was a huge deal. Brat did really see me, and she did say, this is not okay. You're Mariah Carey. Mariah's turning point with Matola? 
meeting Derek Jeter in 1996. He was a catalyst that helped me get out of that relationship. We met and I've written songs about it. Mariah says she wrote My All and The Roof about the former Yankee shortstop and meeting his mixed-race family helped her see her own self-worth. It was healthy for me to see a functional family that kind of looked like mine but didn't feel like mine. And he was also living his dream job. I believe we connected in that way. All right, let's keep moving because this is crazy. Cake Boss star Buddy Velastro was hospitalized after getting hurt in the most bizarre and horrifying accident. And here's the thing, you will not believe where it happened. I had a really bad accident the other day at my house from my hand. That may be an understatement. Buddy delivered a message to fans from his hospital bed, his right hand heavily bandaged. E.T. has learned, Buddy's lucky to still have that hand at all. Bowling is a way of life. The gruesome accident happened Sunday inside the bowling alley at Buddy's New Jersey home. The cake boss was trying to fix the pin setter when his right hand became lodged and compressed inside the unit. Erupt tells E.T. Buddy was repeatedly impaled by a metal rod for over five minutes until his teenage sons used a saw to free their dad. He's in shock. The 43-year-old was rushed into emergency surgery. He had two procedures and, quote, it will be an uphill battle as it's Buddy's dominant right hand and he will need prolonged recovery and therapy. The cake boss. How you doing? How are you? E.T. seen how hands-on Buddy is with his estimated $10 million baking empire. Celebs love his cakes. Now it's unclear how his injury will impact his business and TV projects, but the reality star is staying upbeat. In the best care possible, and I just wanted to thank you for all the love and support, and um, we're going to get through this. Love you. We're going to continue sending that support and wishing you a speedy recovery, buddy. Now to our exclusive with Kathy Lee Gifford. She left New York to start a new chapter here in Nashville. I talked to her about that and the loss of her longtime friend and daytime partner, Regis Philbin. I'd had lunch with him two weeks before he passed, and this is a cute story I haven't told. But um, he said, I'm, we're going to see Kath today, right? And she goes, yes, sweetie, we're going to go to her house for lunch. She goes, I don't like my hair. Will you, will you wash my hair, Joy, and blow dry it for me? I want to look good for Kath. Oh. And so she said that she did. Because when Susie sat down for lunch, I said, Regis, you still have the greatest head of hair. <laughs> and then he, he goes, I do? And he knew he looked handsome. Joy said to me, she said, Kathy, you know, he... Uh, he was really, really depressed in the last few months of his life. He was, Regis was his entertainer. He would walk in the door and go, Regis is here, Regis is here. He missed having an opportunity to be that for everybody. Kathy Lee is treasuring every moment, remembering Regis and at the same time celebrating her children. Both had quarantine weddings. How did you by chance make each wedding day special for your children, for Cassidy and for you Cody. Know, neither one of them had the weddings that they had dreamed of right. because of the, because of COVID made it impossible. But can I tell you, they ended up being more beautiful than ever. We just sensed their dad just, you know, uh, just smiling. It was I was I, I didn't I was sobbing. Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure. All ten of us were going. <laughs> <laughs> can I have one of your chocolates here? That's not a box of chocolates. I'm sorry. That's my husband. The pain of loss and the joy of finding love is the story in Kathy Lee's new romantic comedy, Then Came You, in select theaters September 30th. 
She plays a lonely widow who travels with her husband's ashes to the places they loved in the movies. Kathy Lee also wrote and produced it. It's a romantic comedy, actually, for people who think that romance will never happen for them again and nothing's funny anymore. God, they're in my pants! <laughs> she doesn't get very far before she meets <laughs> Craig Ferguson. And I can tell you, once you meet Craig, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Let's get drunk. Sometimes you're very cute. You're good looking as well. Wow. Kathy Lee and I chatted at Nashville's famed Acme Feed and Seed. She's confident the city will rebound after COVID, but she's not holding out hope for her love life. I'm not the type that's ever going to go online, and I don't like... Uh, you wouldn't? No, never. You've never been online for dating? No, never and never would. No apps? No. What's an app? <laughs> It's going to take a very, very special person if I ever do get married again. I'm not looking, so if it finds me, I'll rejoice. If it doesn't, I'm so daggone busy, I'm not sure I'd notice. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Meanwhile, is Kathy Lee's bestie, Kris Jenner, joining The Real Housewives? Now that keeping up with the Kardashians is calling it quits, here's what she told Ellen today. I would do it just to go on once in a while and be with my friend Kyle Richards. But as far as me doing a show like that regularly, they do not need a Kris Jenner on that show. They are doing just fine. As for other projects for Kris and family, executive producer Ryan Seacrest says maybe. Just so crazy. We uh, have not crossed that bridge yet. Ryan's keeping busy, though, celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the iHeartRadio Music Festival. The show that airs Sunday and Monday on The CW features headliners like Alicia Keys, Miley Cyrus, and Bon Jovi. It's my life. I grew up listening to Bon Jovi. We'll give it a shot. And I actually pretended I was John Bon Jovi in my bedroom singing along to his music on my CD. Oh. I remember telling John Bon Jovi that story and he kind of backed up. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't imagine why. What did that mean? That was before social distancing. Also social distancing from Ryan, his live co-host, Kelly Ripa. The duo is doing their talk show thanks to a little TV magic. I actually think it's terrible magic. Ryan's arm has vanished. I guess if I move my arm on that show, it disappears. Yeah. Well, you got to work on that a little bit, Ryan, because your hands been cut off a couple of times. I like to talk like that. What Ryan and Kelly are doing is really cool, but Drew Barrymore with her 3D technology is taking it next level because her guests are 3,000 miles away. Drew, thank you for inviting me to your set. Kind of. Thank you for showing up, Kevin. <laughs> kind of. This is really amazing. I am so proud of this technology. I think this is really groundbreaking visually. It's just incredible. So welcome inside Drew's virtual interview room. We're in LA, the show's in New York, but you see that white chair up there on the set? Boom, it's right here. All right, let me show you how this works. Any of Drew's guests here in LA, they can walk onto the set, and boom, like that, you're face to face with Drew. To make all this work, CBS VFX is literally sending data across fiber lines at the speed of light. Let me take you to the next level. See this camera right here. Every move that this camera makes is mimicked by another camera just like it, 3,000 miles away in New York. Cameron Diaz was, of course, the first guest to take a seat in the white chair for that big Charlie's Angels reunion. 
And just moments before I stepped into the virtual interview room, Drew's ex-husband Tom Green was here. The exes reunite for the first time in nearly two decades tomorrow on The Drew Barrymore Show. We had that house fire and we're standing up on the top of the hill and you like leaned into my ear and you started singing the Entertainment Tonight theme. I think the media had assembled outside in front of the house. But it made me laugh. So now we know the secret to getting through 2020. Just hum the E.T. theme. We'll have so much more of that reunion tomorrow. But right now, only E.T. is celebrating a huge milestone with the stars of Family Guy. I love the job. I hope it never goes away. How the show is pulling off a new season with a little help from their real-life families. My husband took, like, thick wool blankets, so I am pouring sweat. Then, (laughs) only E.T. reunited the cast of Growing Pains. We're just missing Alan. And there is a, a, a real hole not having him with us. Memories of their TV dad plus their favorite episodes and co-stars. I move in with the Seavers and I'm like part of the family. I needed to pass the Tiger Beat crown to Leonardo. (laughs) Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. So I popped up to my office because I wanted to show you guys that during the pandemic, we've had to move stuff like our voiceover booth up here because of COVID protocol. But wait until you see the lengths that Mila Kunis is going to to record her voiceovers for The Family Guy. Oh my God, Dad, I'm trending on Twitter. Mila, were you recording from your daughter's closet? Is that true? Yes, it's still there. No air conditioning. So I am inside of like a cocoon pouring sweat down my face while I record. That is not true. Yes, it is. Because I now have the little studio in my daughter's closet, she's like, so what do you do? I showed her what Meg looks like. It was a very confusing day in the household for a five-year-old is all I'm gonna say. Shut up, Meg. Only E.T. got the whole cast to get together to celebrate their milestone 350th episode airing Sunday on Fox. Alex Borstein was still wearing her blonde wig from Emmy night. Honestly, it was the best Emmys I've had. Whiskey, truffle pizza, and chocolate. Will we see quarantine flavor sneak into the show? It takes a year to produce each episode. I I would say probably not, given the fact that the lead time is so long and and we're not uh, soothsayers. Sorry, but we can't have Stewie here. I brought my own veggie burgers, but I'm not going to make a big deal about it. I love the fact that it translates all around the world. And I love the fact that we've got fans of all different ages. So it's like the best job ever. This crew has been voicing these characters for so long, they've practically become them. Did you guys give us a next ET? Next on Unsolved Mysteries. This week on Dateline. <laughs> yeah, Joe, we'll be back after these messages. ET starts right <laughs> now. I always have so much fun talking to the cast of South Park. I know Family Guy. Speaking of families, one of the great TV families is getting back together again. It's another ET exclusive. As long as we got each other. The Seavers reunited only on ET, sharing never-before-told stories on Growing Pain's 35th anniversary. Tracy, your first on-screen kiss was with Brad Pitt, wasn't it? I was so (laughs) overwhelmed by the moment. We're the cast of Growing Pains. And we're talking to E.T. Show me that smile. Ooh.
Hi, Seavers. Hello. It's an E.T. exclusive. The classic sitcom Growing Pains debuted 35 years ago today. And only we have the Seaver family back together again. As long as we got each other. The gang's all here. How does that number sit with you? 35 years. It's unbelievable, unimaginable, and yet it feels like yesterday in so many ways. Yeah, we're just missing Alan. They always had us laughing, had me laughing. They didn't have enough rooms here in Maui, so Joanna and <laughs> no! I, we ended up and we had, sooner or later, it had to be happens on all Not shows true. like this. He was the most, one of the most charming men I'd ever met. I think I was a little old for him, but we became really good friends. I saw him a week before he, he passed. Alan passed away suddenly from a heart attack in 2016, and the absence of the Seaver family patriarch was felt by all. It's been years now, and I still reach for the phone occasionally, just thinking, hey, I haven't talked to Alan in a while, I wanna say hi. He was a huge part of our lives. E.T. visited the Growing Pain set 22 times during its seven years on the air. It was clear this cast was just as much family off screen as they were on. We may never top this in our lives, that's how special and privileged we feel. I always uh, felt like I was coming to my second family when we were on the set. We do want to take you guys back because we found a little clip of Alan talking about you all. If you can take a look. I'm having a great time doing Growing Pains. We have a, a warm uh, cast of genuinely nice people and a happy set and jelly-filled donuts every morning when you come to work. He used to cut the tops off all the, the donuts in the morning. we come in and there'd be a whole tray of topless donuts. I miss him so much and there is a, a, a real hole not having him with us. Kirk, I mean, your scenes with Alan were some of the best in television history. I mean, just iconic. I, I think I really, really care about this girl. You know, as a young man, there was all these pretty girls that would be on the set and he would sort of give me pointers on, you know, how to talk to her. Did he give you a pointer on how to talk to Chelsea? Yeah, well, I knew that I had to talk to Chelsea before he talk to Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea is Kirk's wife of 29 years who he met on the set of Growing Pains. You like me? Yeah. This was an episode where Mike was uh, in a play at school and his co-star in the play was played by Chelsea Noble. Kiss me goodbye, Jessica. But it worked out really well for me personally. And here we are 29 years later with six kids. You have seen the When We First Met Leonardo DiCaprio and it's on the growing pains. I move in with the Seavers and I'm like part of the family. What was it like having Leo on the set? I just thought he was so sweet and so cute and he was just so happy to be on set with us. Well, what's not to like? Horseback riding, season Mets tickets. We all got along, we all loved him. I needed to pass the Tiger Beat crown to Leonardo because it, 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 it was his time. Excuse me! And he wore it well. Yeah, Leo is fine and a heartthrob now, but back in the day, baby, you were that centerfold in everybody's magazine. My kids tell me all that. They're like, Dad, this is so embarrassing. These, 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 these posters of you and suspenders and tank tops. You should have thought of us back then. <laughs> hey, what about favorite episodes? Do you guys have favorite episodes? This is What's my co-host. Kurt is my co-host. Oh, wait a second. Go for it. No, no, no. We, we've just we've just hijacked entertainment tonight. <laughs> Could you tell me where the biology lab is? Uh, Tracy, your first on-screen kiss with Brad Pitt, wasn't it? Yes, that's actually true. Yeah. Hold up, stop the presses. This is an yeah. Entertainment Tonight exclusive. Jeff, 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 Mr. Watkins.
watch the movie. Is he a good kisser? Oh my god. I, my, my mother was there. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. I was 17. They teased her a lot. They yeah. teased me a lot, so. Jeremy, how about you? What was your favorite episode? Uh, for me, my favorite episode was probably the episode we filmed in Hawaii. Didn't I tell you guys we'd be in paradise? E.T. was actually on that Maui set back in 1987. I just want to hang out on the beach and go boogie boarding. You can spin the bottle with my daughter. Oh, I think my sister whoa, too. Whoa, oh, okay, oh no, you can't let that one pass. You gotta talk, sir. The only good girl in the group there was Candace. Now, Kurt, your sister Candace just completed a successful run of Fuller House on Netflix. Do you ever think like maybe we could reboot Growing Pains? What would we call it? I think Alan had an idea once when it was Groaning Pains. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually talked about this. So I don't know guys, I think if we're gonna do this, we need to do this soon. I, I agree, we gotta get on board. Hey, I know how we could. I, I, I'd do it if I get to play Jason Siever. Mike, <laughs> Mike. Don't be a wise guy, Mike. I told you, eight o'clock sharp, Mike. Do you think Leo is gonna come back? You guys don't have to do this for me. We could have Leo come back and with an episode of him uh, like going, you know, camping out in the snow. <laughs> and uh, he meets up with a bear. <laughs> I don't know where it goes from there. We can, we can make a sitcom episode That's out of this. Hilarious. All right, coming up, Hollywood baby news, the This Is Us star who just announced they're expecting their first child. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Hey, congratulations to Mandy Moore and her husband Taylor Goldsmith. The star of This Is Us is going to be a mom in real life. There they are. Look at that, showing off that tiny little baby bump. And Mandy already gave it away. They are having a son announcing baby boy Goldsmith coming early 2021. And the good news for This Is Us fans, the fifth season will start two weeks earlier, October 27th on NBC. Enjoy and take care, everybody. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.